0: everyone a very good evening on a wednesday yeah today i didn't forget the day this wednesday yes at kopi events and yes a, another very exciting topic today we are going to talk about it's are you too sweet yes you know what is it all about it is about diabetes that's right in singapore or right now um the percentages is actually rising i don't have the stats right now honestly but i have a great speaker who's going to come and join us in a very short while, she is a head dietitian, and her name is Rani Naidu. She's becoming very shortly, but if you're watching this, please do share uh, because in copy events, all our nutrition topics or even the diet topics are always very overwhelming because we're going to talk a lot of Q and A today. And she's have a great presentation for us as well, and she's all prepared. I'm not going to pull her right now. Where is the speaker? Hello, Radi. How are you there?
1: Hi. Good evening. How are you?
0: I am good too. So I'm before good. we start I'm our talk good. show, uh, there's always the signature cup. So have you brought your coffee?
1: <laughs> I had. I had mine.
0: Oh, oh, you got had your coffee. Okay, it's okay. I'm drinking right now.
1: Okay.
0: Thank you, Radhi, for joining us at uh, Kopi with Vance. Um You want to do a quick introduction? Of course, I did a, a little introduction about yourself, yeah. but please go ahead.
1: Um. So I studied in uh, Brisbane and graduated in 2009. So. I worked in Australia and then when I came here, I was uh, mostly with Parkway East Hospital. Thereafter, I moved into different companies which are more tech based. Um, currently, I'm with Arden and the Clinic. So it's at Mount Elizabeth Novena, so that at the medical center.
0: Okay, that was a very good uh, introduction. So today's topic, can you please uh, explain to us a little bit more why we choose this topic? Are you too sweet?
1: Of course, diabetes is very common, right? Um, Those who have comorbidities, um, the most common condition they would have is diabetes. And um, there's always questions revolving around how they should have their diet. A lot of misconceptions. So um, hopefully this session will be beneficial for everyone. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Radhi. Thank you so much. Uh, You know, for the month of March, uh, Kobe events, uh, our talk session, uh, we are giving full of gratitude and a lot of thank you for dietitian and nutritionists, because it's your month. That's right, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we are celebrating it and also creating a lot of awareness on the kind of foods and also the people behind it, right? The professionals like yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so Radi, yes, let's get started on the topics. And of course, viewers who are watching this, please do share and like as well. And if you do want to engage radhi on a certain question that you may have, please do so because we will be taking Q and A's along the way. So I'm gonna first start. Um Okay, Radhi, so this is not a question that i prepared but you know coffee all right yeah. um some people drink seven to eight cups of coffee i know a few individuals who yeah. drinks eight cups of coffee every day okay. so are they going for the caffeine or are they going for the sugar so how do you how do you uh solve this issue if someone like me is drinking eight cups of coffee what is the first thing mm. that you know you will look into <laughs> so i'll
1: use you as an example probably you're going for the caffeine right <laughs> <laughs> because yes, you want to yes, keep yourself awake throughout the day, you wake yeah. up early and then your day is very long. Um, so actually, yeah. the, the there's two aspects to it that affect your blood sugar level. One is the caffeine and also the sugar part. Lah. Um, so the caffeine, average about 300 to 400 milligrams caffeine a day, um, is probably won't affect your blood sugar levels. Anything above that would actually increase your blood sugar levels. In terms of sugar, obviously... Um, mm-hmm if 8 cups
0: then that's quite a bit of sugar already yeah okay um how about those who go for sugar i mean in their coffee you know they try to say oh i'm taking a little brown sugar to you know justify themselves is it also yeah. an issue because you know if 8 cups and if i'm going to take uh, say oh i'm not taking a tablespoon i'm only taking a teaspoon but 8 yeah. teaspoon also increases the number of grams of sugar so how can you know someone can you know reduce it is there any techniques that you actually so first uh, of all
1: brown sugar breaks down to glucose so it's similar to white sugar it's just not processed uh, as much as white sugar but the way it affects your blood sugar level is similar Um, so the alternative would be using a plant-based sweetener like stevia then it wouldn't affect your blood sugar levels at all or monk fruit sweetener Um, so these two are plant-based not artificial sweeteners that you can go for
0: Okay. So, um, I mean, I do go for coffees, but I'm very careful uh, because I don't go for the sugar. I only go for the caffeine. Yeah. I want to have the yeah. dopamine increase. Um, yeah. But taking too much of caffeine mm-hmm. uh, as another set of issues or problems that's lining mm-hmm. up, you know, dehydrated, uh, your mm-hmm. heart rate will be elevated. And mm-hmm. um, I know um, everybody, I mean, most people love coffee and there's a certain percentage people love teas and, you know, so and for like chai, masala teas and, you know, different yeah. different kind of Chinese tea, mm-hmm. Japanese tea. But how can we uh, reduce this by by taking so much of cups of coffee? Does it affect the health? Um,
1: Two to three cups is okay because if you see a cup of uh, coffee, right, about eight ounces, um, you could probably gauge around 100 milligrams of caffeine. So maybe if you have two or three, excluding other things that might have caffeine in it, you'd probably be okay. Otherwise, you can switch to decaffeinated coffee first because in a way to train yourself to reduce the amount, right? You can just like psychologically train yourself using the decaffeinated coffee or having tea would have lesser caffeine or green tea is another option. Yeah. So you have to probably use these methods first and then cut down, yeah, then finally cut down on the quantity.
0: Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, So we will first go into the first question itself. Um, We we all love our carbohydrates. I mean, um, but of course we hear the word diet. I know your profession is dietitian. Um, but in in a in a bigger picture itself, uh, someone was trying to lose weight or even on a daily basis. I know my parents used to give me like smashed potatoes and rice in, when I was a toddler. Right now, when I say, oh, I'm going on a diet, I really don't mm-hmm. like the word But probably I will want to mm-hmm. eat a good portion of, of grams of carbohydrates, mm-hmm. rice. And of course, it will add elevate the glycemic index, which actually mm. become hyperglycemia. How can we mm. control this? Because these are the issues that we have right now. How can I avoid just bread and rice if someone has diabetes?
1: Okay, um, it's a bit difficult to totally avoid it uh, because bread and rice are our staples, right? Um, So, basically, when we see patients also, we don't go for a no-carb diet, it's just a low-carb diet, Um, and then it's based on your body's requirements. So, what's low for you might not be low for me. Uh, So, based on your own energy requirement, we will do the calculation. Um, But the most important thing is the type of carbs you choose and also the distribution throughout the day. So, as long as you choose like a complex carb over refined versions and also distribute well throughout the day, your blood sugar would uh, tend to be a bit more stable
0: okay um so the question right now is can i still have my carbs or should not have carbs because there are a lot of people okay good but there there are a lot of people okay but there are a lot of people Uh, some people who just doesn't want carbohydrates and i know there are so many dieters who who go on a different kind of diet oh i'm going on a keto diet oh i'm going on a zero there's so many beliefs and these These groups, uh, they are following it very religiously. I mean, of course, we can't change them, or they have a certain Mm -hmm. belief. But overall, when we talk about uh, food or diet programs or even talk shows, people get very interested. And then I receive a lot of messages as well. Hey, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm a strict uh, keto diet. You know, I only take meat. I don't take vegetables. I don't take carbs. So what exactly we are looking at in terms of when we come to food? Because everybody nowadays have a particular question. They first go to the Google guru, type it up, everything. The whole thing comes out. And then yeah. they start believing it and then they start preaching it to others as well. So um, are we heading in the right direction? Because as we know, our mm-hmm. PM also stated that the, a pandemic, which is probably back then already five years ago or seven years mm-hmm. ago, the diabetes has been increasing. Yeah. Um, so this is somehow rather uh, quite a worrying thing. If we don't control on the 30s, 40s and 50s, probably we have type 2.
1: Mm-hmm. How can we
0: avoid that, uh,
1: So the the question you asked on keto keto diet, right? Um, Because what Google teaches us is actually based on trending, what's trending now among celebrities and all that. So ketogenic diet is an upcoming thing. But based on the patient profiles we see like um, in the clinic, right? Those who do keto diet, like what you mentioned, um, they avoid carbs totally, uh, vegetables, fruits, anything which contains sugar. Um, So Um, and eat a lot of uh, protein, and the protein could have a lot of saturated fats as well. So, they eat bacon, they eat sausages, and every kind of protein, right? Um, Over time, their blood cholesterol will be increased. So, that's why they come to the clinic also. And um, you can see some improvement in your um, HbA1c, but you might get other complications, right, which you don't want to. Um, And their diet might not be sustainable. So, they might do it for three, four months, but after that, they get bored of it, and then they'll come and ask, you know, what other things they can do. Um, So, generally we do not uh, advise those kind of diets, like trending ones, we do more of a balanced diet, so um, h- having carbs is not bad, it's just the type of carbs, like what you mentioned, low GI carbs, and then the portioning.
0: Yeah. Um, thank you, uh, Radhi, for that, because um, even in, in my industry, which is the health, uh, health fitness uh, industry, we we always have this uh, particular question that comes in, oh, I'm going to go on a diet, oh, my 5kg I gained, I want to go on a weight loss, so... Uh, I feel that is something like a yo-yo You know when the weight goes yeah. up when somebody goes on a diet. um yeah. but unfortunately, um there's a more to it. I mean, of course, you're going to talk about that, your fibers, your minerals, your vitamins, mm-hmm. and even your protein intakes and carbohydrates. and carbohydrates become it actually a great source of energy for ourselves as yeah. long as our activity increases. Um, so exercise is also a part to play. Uh, for those who have already have a diabetes, if they, Uh, consult like a dietitian like yourself then probably they will have a structured plan and then when they start exercising Mm -hmm. everything can be controlled because what we are going to do in the next three months is actually Mm -hmm. our HBAC when we do a test on the past three months Mm Uh, yep. so it's just very good indications on that so thank you Radhi for that particular question that we are really uh, just like to talking. add
1: on especially those yeah. who do exercise like yourself right mm-hmm. if you do a gym anything more than an hour like moderate to high intensity <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah you really need carbs in your diet otherwise it might be uh, the most common uh, side effects we see is that they get very fatigued, very tired the mm. lack of concentration yeah because you don't really have the energy and then if you're doing it on like regular basis like maybe three times more than three times in a week um, yeah, you probably need to have some
0: carbs in the diet yeah. Okay, Radhi, thank you so much for that And of course, um, activity level also depends on your food intake And if someone who's watching this right now uh, Even like what Radhi is going to go on for the next 45 minutes with us Is that when someone has diabetes You definitely have to go and see your endocrinologists and dietitians Because your medications or rather your food intake Have to be adjusted accordingly for your output of your exercises um, because that's a question that we're going to ask Radhi in a while because of talking about hypoglycemia, which is can go into a diabetic coma. And what happens? So that's that's going to be the next couple of questions that's coming, going to come up. So we're going to engage all our viewers as well. If you do have a question, please do engage Radhi as well. She's able to uh, explain to us everything. Radhi, another stuff is that you know food-wise, you know, uh, a lot of people, like what you said, they go into the Googles and they start Googling and getting a lot of information. But unfortunately, there are many so-called guru, gurus in the Googles. Uh, one may just follow their own style and then they yeah. start um, prescribing it or even advising it. But for diabetics, uh, what foods are way much more friendlier for them?
1: Um, actually, the word diabetes friendly is just like a trending word, right? We wouldn't really use it has um, in like, you know, literally that kind of thing. But uh, probably what's really helpful for diabetics is uh, anything rich in fiber. It's like what you mentioned just now. Um, so cups is actually, if you choose the right cups, they are actually high in fiber. So the complex cups, you're like, talking about quinoa, brown rice. And then if you go bread, try to choose 100% wholemeal bread. So the white flour ratio is lower, right? Or you can just choose like a smart cup, like 30, uh, 30 to 40 uh, GI kind of a bread. Um, so all these things is high in fiber. Um, apart from that, fruits and vegetables is good. Um, and also anything high, uh, good in protein, uh, dairy products, as long as it's low-fat, you can have it as a snack in between because it doesn't really affect your blood sugar that much. Yeah, so there's no one diabetes-friendly food, but it's just like choosing uh, a wide variety of foods.
0: You know, uh, um, rudy I mean, for someone who's working on a, a corporate life with so much of stress, uh, with targets, with sales and, you know, you know long hours of working, um, if I have a very hard day and uh, with a, such of intensity with numbers and all that, whatever sectors they can be, when I go for my lunch at twelve, mm-hmm. if I put a young tofu and uh, typical Indian food, what we call the migo yeah. ring, right? Um, often, often psychologically, psychologically, mm-hmm. we will go for the high calorie because of the mm-hmm. color, because yeah. of that 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 taste, the salt, the pepper, yeah. whatever that is in we somehow or other we jump into the mego Ring rather than the Yong I know, processed food, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things there as well. Yeah. But of course, we are not comparing apple to apple. But yeah. how can we, you know, break this chain and say, no, I'm going to bring sandwich, you know, <laughs> like school students, I'm bringing sandwich from home to <laughs> everybody yeah. of your staff or eating other stuff and you're yeah. eating sandwich from the yeah. Tupperware. What yeah. kind of psychology are we in? Or is there a way to manipulate this?
1: Mm. so what you're mentioning is basically on food preference right and also if you're not having uh, if you skip your uh, breakfast this is common if you skip your breakfast you work very hard throughout like almost two three p.m. already, the first thing you go to the food court is you want to choose something high in carbs. Um, so this is something that we will teach them. You have a good breakfast, high in protein, so that when you reach the um, lunchtime, you won't feel so hungry and at least you will be making more conscious choices, right? So that's one thing. Another thing is, not always yong fu is healthier, although me goreng could be high in calories. Um, when you choose yong fu, if you choose everything flour-based, right, those are all um, not real protein, it's just flour-based, um, it could be as much carbs as a uh, so what you choose in yong Tofu also matters um the third thing is uh what you mentioned like if you want to bring sandwiches to work right there's no harm to it uh preparation or you can actually order healthy meal deliveries if you're really um uh, very busy at work um you can get all those healthy meal deliveries and then it comes packaged so you can bring to work microwave and have it but if you really want to eat outside then uh just be a bit more conscious you can choose uh other varieties of food which i think would be the next question right like what How yes did you
0: that's right that? thank you radhi thank you for that and uh we already have uh questions all lining up thank you so much uh i have audrey here and i also have uh uh Nidi. yeah so both both are just we're going to take the question please do not go anywhere if you're seeing these please do share and like us the topic of diabetes and sweet i mean that's exactly the topic that we are talking about we want to go even deeper on that i'm going to take uh, audrey's uh, question uh, Yeah, um audrey has mentioned that i was diagnosed with uh, pregnancy's diabetes having my okay. third child uh, okay. control diet throughout the pregnancy and after giving birth do mm-hmm. i need to be cautious about having diabetes later in my life how do i keep it everything in the bay
1: <laughs> so okay so um, yeah yeah, gestational diabetes is also upcoming. is very uh, common among uh, pregnant moms these days. So actually, if you well control your blood sugar during pregnancy, um, it could go off. Um, so there is actually a retesting that they do, like after you've uh, given birth, like uh, maybe like four months or so, they would retest your. Uh, blood sugar levels to see if it stays on as diabetes Um, so that's one way if you want to be really sure you could do a retesting another way is yes you still have to carry on um, probably having a little bit more healthier diet than what you were before pregnancy right Uh, just to keep it uh, at bay
0: okay Uh, Audrey please prepare some healthy foods I'm (laughs) coming to your house for good healthy carbohydrate meal all right or maybe lesser in carbohydrates but high in proteins we will talk about that more about that Um, so the next question that we want to go is, of course, you know, people are constantly feeling hungry. And I know this is a very, co- I mean, common question that we always talk about. You know, have eight meals a day and then that particular person go and have eight meals a day. You know, burgers, rice, noodles, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, eating small meals uh, because, you know, we are always very generous, especially we Singaporeans because we love our food in terms of all different kind of cultures. Malay food, nasi me mie goreng a you know even when we talk about Punjabi food you know the chapatis and biryani. yeah
1: yeah
0: uh, it is a biggest challenge you know we are living in a biggest challenge either is this psychologically or we are our taste buds we want the pepper we want the salt we want to drink everything in the soup um so it's a bit of challenges so how do we stay focused or the stay away from food as much as we want to eat how can we <laughs> okay. control?
1: Okay, so um, maybe I'll just start off with explaining why you feel hungry all the time. Um, if you're diabetic, right, it's very common because your blood sugar levels is high, which means um, your cells are not using the sugar in your, in whatever food you eat, so you're not getting the energy, right? But otherwise, if you're trying to do dieting on the other side, if you're not diabetic, you're just dieting, you're reducing your portion sizes, but you might not eat um, the correct food, right? Um, So you feel hungry, that means like high fiber food. So you feel hungry. So these are some major reasons how we can go about managing this uh, is having small frequent meals. But what I said just now, (laughs) if you eat small frequent meals must be uh, conscious, like you have to plan your snacks and all that. It's not burger, then go to a coffee shop like that. Yeah. So everything must be high fiber. So fiber is satiety, right? It keeps you full. Um, And then we um, have like protein snacks in between.
0: You know, Radi, um, I mean, of course, this can be taken on a light note or serious note. You know, in the Indian sectors or even the Chinese, they call it the tinka. The
1: exactly.
0: Indian they call it the. You know, yeah. I, I can't remember what is it called. You know, one rice <laughs> noodles, soup, yeah. rasam, all these. You Does know, it
1: still exist? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, they do, they do. But uh, I don't think so. We can put all everything in. You know, Rathi, <laughs> when we talk about a uh, food, right? Um, even especially. Uh, It's just an experience that I face almost every day with different aspects when we come to fitness, right? Uh, We always like to have these uh, lots of carbohydrates and then in terms of vegetables, we are taking about 20 or 30 percent lesser. Uh, But if you look at the overall banana leaf, which is a very healthy uh, food, we got to say, right? But because of the carbohydrate that is increased up like a mountain and uh, a lot of other stuff also involved, so at the end of the day we just felt like a giant we have to complete the whole entire meal. but if you if you if you look at the banana leaf actually generally if you look at it right um, the kind of vegetables and uh, if, if we can control the portion of carbohydrate do you think that the, the meal will be is healthy?
1: So you're referring to Indian meals, right? Banana leaf. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. main thing there is you're going for the gravy. So you're going one round for Rasam, you're going one round for sambar. So that's yeah. why your cup, your cups add on because you're doing okay. it one by one. Yeah. So if okay. you can reduce on that, um, just fix to that one portion. Or uh, maybe usually we do fist size, right? So okay. generally, generally, maybe for yourself, two, two, two and a half, because you're exercising, uh, fist size yeah. of that rice, and stick to that. So, um, and then finish your sides. Um, so what we usually teach when you eat outside uh, is to do sequential eating, um, either when you are at restaurants or something, It's more uh, uh, you can apply that. So you would have a soup or salad first, or you eat the sides first, the protein first, and then you go to the cups. You don't go to a Thai restaurant and order Pad Thai first. So then you uh, eat a lot and you'll still be hungry and you eat dessert. Yeah, so you go by that if you can. Um, yeah. So, so banana leaf is not bad, like what you mentioned, you okay. just need to stick to that cup portion.
0: So, viewers are all going to have a banana leaf. There's going to be an increase on the food intake. Uh, of course, uh, as much as we love our food, um, it's very important and very crucial that we need to know what we are putting in. Uh, before I take this question uh, in from one of our viewers, but you know, Radi, um, it's a very interesting thing because um, if, let's say, second part of continuing after the stressful day at work, hmm. uh, the daytime is just killed him. You know, he's as high high intensity of uh, pressure at work Ah, uh, probably is he burn every single thing in his body, and he just want comfort. He want taste. He want sugar. He want cups Everything you can name it, he wants it, right? Um, but imagine if I drink two glasses of water, mm-hmm. and um, I try to take in, say, I know there are fructose, which is also sugar from the fruits. But if I try to mm-hmm. take something like a green apple versus a red apple, probably you know, I'm just trying to yeah. you know reduce the thing and. And then I go again, and then there's young tofu and there's uh, mee goreng. Um, probably this is my my way mm. of how I yeah. feel. Probably I will go for young tofu.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Is there any particular reason? Because this is how I do. Because I know I don't want to go there in the full force of hunger, and all I want is quick and fast, or anything yeah, that so, is tasty yeah. and and, yeah. and immediately I want. I don't want soupy. I don't want this stuff. Yeah. You know, it's Probably psychologically, that I'm, I won it.
1: Correct, correct. Do you think yeah, it's a bit tough? Yeah, yeah. So, you're spot on. Um, so, this is the concept of the small frequent meals that you did right now. So, what you did was in between lunch and your dinner, uh, you, maybe in the afternoon time, you had a lot of water, you had fluids, uh, not dehydrated, and then you had your fiber, your fruit. So, by the time dinner comes, you're not um, like you're still not like uh, so hungry, right? Then you would make a conscious choice. Um. So, this is the small frequent meals concept. Lah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, really, could be I ah, dehydrated, but my mm-hmm. body is communicating with me, but I'm going for cups.
1: Yep. yeah. So, when you're actually dehydrated, right, most of us think that it's proven in research as well. Most of us think that we're hungry, uh, but it's actually <laughs> you're just thirsty. Yeah. So, you need to drink a lot of water. And also, uh, when you are diabetic, right, um, it could be even worse because. When your blood sugar level is high, your kidney actually works harder to reduce that sugar. So, filtrates and comes out in your urination. So, frequent urination, again, makes you dehydrated. So, it's called diabetic test. Um, so, in a way, it affects very badly for diabetics. So, diabetics need to drink a bit more water, actually. Unless, um, like provided you don't have any um, kidney problem or anything, heart condition, yeah, more water would be good for you. Yeah.
0: Thank you for that, Radhi. Uh, <laughs> probably... Uh, they will see me lining up at the Yong Tofu stall more often. <laughs> versus the mama mi goreng, you know, because uh, everybody loves me goreng. I mean, is there anybody out, we out there who don't, don't love me gorengs? I mean, of course, right? We love, I mean, we love our food, but I think there must be a kind of a balance. And that's what we are having a great conversation with Miss Radi Naidu, who's a hate dietitian from Arden. Um, so, yes, we, as we are going to go in, uh, I'm going to bring in this particular question in right now for one of our weaver. Hi, ready? Thank you for the information, informative talk. I would like to know if it is important to take multivitamins or any vitamins after 40 if there are no issues in the body.
1: Okay. Um. As far as multivitamin is concerned, right? There's no problem adding in at any time of your life. Uh, but if you really want a more definitive answer, we would usually do an assessment, like a diet history. So we assess your diet in detail. So if you're someone, if you know that you don't eat a lot of fruit and vegetables, or your, yeah, your veggie intake is generally low. So what is what is the correct portion? Um. Half of your plate should be vegetables. So at least uh, um like two servings of vegetables for lunch and dinner. Um, that is like minimum already. So if you think if you think that you don't even have that, you don't eat fruits, um, you don't drink milk for calcium. Yeah, so a lot of thing is missing in your diet. It would be good to add a multivitamin. Yeah, um, but usually we will do a dietary assessment and then uh, advice also.
0: Thank you, Radhi. Thank you for that particular question. Thank you so much. Um, yes, as we go on. Um, so, Radhi, I mean, um, like I said, the month of March is all dedicated for dietitian and nutritionists out there. Um, But some might be thinking, you know, oh, I've been uh, controlling my food very well. I know how to eat my carbs. I know how Mm -hmm. to eat my fibres, minerals. If I want fibre, I take more spinach. If I want more carbohydrates, I take rice. If I want more minerals, I need to take chickens, fish, or sunflower seeds and all that. (laughs) What is the difference between a dietitian and just an ordinary man out there? What is the difference, uh, Radhi?
1: Okay, so for us, right, it's a bit more quantitative like we it's not really qualitative like what you're saying is like type of foods and all that but for us when you come to clinic um, we do like body composition tests at uh, uh Arden so we would then see your body weight analysis we would look into your muscle distribution your fat distribution Dr. Ben is our endocrinologist, so he actually does um, check for fatty liver so there's a lot of tests and then we can run blood tests for you if you like Um, so it's a bit more definitive and then based on that uh then i would do a dietary assessment right so it's very in-depth so we're not only looking at um, one soft thing like what you mentioned if i want this i eat that but it has to be consistent every day and it has to reflect in your health uh assessment right yeah so um, i think that's the difference uh so we kind of like uh, fill up the gap in between it's, it's um everyone knows their body better yeah but we try to help to fill up the gap in between
0: Thank you, Radhi. And I'm not sure that's a number of years that dietitians and nutritionists have studied, right? your study <laughs> until, you know, the, the mind is full of food. But let's ask you a question right now, personally yeah. for yourself. Yeah. What is your favorite food? I mean, apart from, you know, we are going live here, people all yeah. watching. Probably all of <laughs> watching, So probably you got to answer yeah. very yeah. Uh, straightforward, probably you want to answer very in a political you way. Uh, okay, i tell the
1: truth. La. <laughs>
0: okay. What but is your like favorite sushi.
1: food? So I like Japanese. I like sushi. Um, okay. So, although it might seem healthy, <laughs> but if if you go about on uh, if you have a lot of it, it can be because the rice is high GI, right? Um, so mm-hmm. that's one thing I like, and I'm also sweet tooth. I can't hide it, so I like my desserts. <laughs> yeah, so portion control mm. is important. Yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, so <laughs> since as a dietitian, you're eating sugar, can <laughs> we as a ordinary people? I mean, we all ordinary people can we also have sugar? So what is Was it the attract- number of grams? Gens- <laughs> exactly so what is the grams of sugar because you see uh Radi, uh if let's say someone pumps petrol the first thing yeah. they do is they cannot drive back they have to go and make the payment so as mm-hmm. we go and make the payment just by left right front center the only thing is that it's not top all the shelves are around us there's chocolate sweets whatever yes. you know how to yes. resist so that's the thing right we are always surrounded by food chocolate sugar and then yes. you are in the center. Just have mm-hmm. to fight through all these things. So, how <laughs> <what laughs> much of sugar or chocolates can we eat? I okay. mean, we can understand um, so, a lot of people having this difficulty in Singapore right now. They love chocolate, yeah, yeah. but they cannot eat.
1: Yeah. What is your uh, suggestion? If, or one if you're asking about chocolate, right? If you go for dark chocolate, it's not that bad. So, cocoa has to be more than 70%. Um. So, you can limit to 2 to 3 square, like, not the whole packet or so. Uh, maybe, yeah, just keep the rest uh, for, for the next time. So, that could be a good option. Um, otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, having normal chocolate, you can limit, like if you like milk chocolate, but maybe just limit the portion again and also the frequency of it.
0: Okay, but you know, uh, it's not very convincing because <laughs> our parents, our parents has taught us, don't waste food.
1: So when we buy <laughs> no, a I bar said of keep, chocolate... keep it in the fridge. I didn't ask you because, to throw.
0: But because you see, the, the, the weather, the humid, you know, it start melting. I mean, you see... <laughs> Uh, that on, a, on, a, on a serious note, um, it's always very uh, challenging, right? Um, especially when we start eating one, we want to eat two. Then we only stop after we are completing the whole thing in the in the packet. Um, so, so a lot of things are done right now. But even if you look at the current groceries or even in the market, uh, there's a lot of stuff that you know reduce sugar. And Singapore is very conscious about that uh, by reducing numbers of grams of sugars all in their food and probably. Uh, if they can reduce it way much more better, that's good because kids, um, you know, in terms of obesity, uh, obesity yeah. doesn't just yeah. only increases the chances of you having diabetes in the later part of the age, but, yeah. you know, it also can affect your blood, you can affect mm. your heart and eventually mm. blood pressure, uteroclerosis. Yeah. So it seems like they're all relative. One comes, everybody comes together. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a alarming issue in Singapore as well as we yeah, see yeah, the numbers yeah. are steadily yeah. increasing. Um
1: So parents have to to be a good role model at home um, in terms of incorporating like vegetables at home because we see a lot of kids as well um, and then mainly because of like uh, very picky eaters and stuff and then they only like to eat sweet food. So basically from from young, they haven't been taught uh, what was important or what should their plate look like. So we do that things in clinic as well. Um, But in terms of sugar replacement for adults, right, um, there's quite a lot now, like um, there's protein bars and stuff, but they use stevia, like plant-based sweetener. So that actually satisfies your sweet craving. Uh, but the only thing you need to plan and uh, keep it like in your car or keep it somewhere reachable so that uh, mm-hmm. when you have that craving, you have something healthier to have. Yeah.
0: How about one says, you know what, I'm going to go off from sugar. I'm not going to eat sugar for the next 90 days. What will happen, uh, Radhi? Is it achievable?
1: sugar?
0: No, I'm not going to touch any sugar no rice no chocolates no coffee sugar nothing no zero
1: rice also nothing um, Um, yeah so it's it's based on your determination and how motivated you are but i can tell you maybe after 30 like what 30 days and 90 days after that what happens because you can't do this for life right yeah so it's not sustainable although you're very determined now i don't want to eat anything you know i want to weight loss. Yeah, you can lose your weight. You can lose 5 10 kilos probably in this uh, three months or so. But then what happens after that? Uh, can you stop your craving? Usually they will get very agitated, very irritable. Then, you know, they'll come to clinic and say, oh, I don't have variety in my diet. You know, this is what I'm eating. Then uh, now I start eating a little bit outside because I go for outings and with my family and then I put on the weight. So, yeah, it's not sustainable way of ha- uh, managing your weight or diet. La.
0: So can we confidently say that food actually changes our mood our emotion our yeah. psychology
1: <laughs> yeah our. yeah of course yeah cuz uh so bit... sorry
0: yeah so sorry carry on
1: yeah so the food the type of food we eat um has a very direct relationship to our mood um so things like uh, serotonin improving foods right um it's also yeah. actually healthy like dark chocolate does it um, eggs does it or nuts, banana, whole grain items, all these like oats, um, things like that actually improve your serotonin and also food's high time tryptophan also is similar um, sources of food, right? Actually improves your mood. So when you eat healthily, actually you, you feel better, like you feel more full. Um, especially magnesium is linked to feeling calm as well. Yeah, so it's not it only don't... like the health. Mm.
0: Okay, uh, how about uh, you know, uh, turkey? I know when people say, I know I want to eat nuts or pineapples because serotonin can also be an increase in all these levels like egg, cheese, turkeys. But yeah. for vegetarian, you- is there any other choices uh, apart from mm. touching turkeys and you know?
1: Mm. Yeah, uh, if they can have milk, dark chocolate is okay, Um, if you go 70%. Otherwise, um, things like uh, banana is okay, n- uh, nuts is okay, right? Bra- uh, especially cashew nut and Brazil nut, macadamia, this kind of nuts, like, not peanuts. Um, then they can have oats, they can have whole grain, complex carbs, all that is high also.
0: Thank you, Radhi, thank you. So, we have uh, Audrey again. Hi, Audrey. So uh, looks like you're uh, very hungry today. Uh, For iron deficiency, especially ladies, any rich iron food besides beef? So, she's looking at iron.
1: Yeah. Uh, Okay. So for iron, right, red meat is highest. Uh, so beef and then, uh, pork is also red meat. It's okay. Or mutton, things like that. But of course, um, you have to consider the cholesterol that comes with it. So as long as it's lean meat, um, you can have like a palm size, uh, maybe two times a week or like so, um, if you're deficient in iron, um, having vitamin C rich foods together with your meal actually improves your iron absorption quite a bit. And also, try not to have uh, caffeine one hour within your meal, like after having a meal, one hour after, uh, that will reduce your iron absorption quite a bit. Yeah. And then if oh, you're how not... About,
0: uh, how about uh, spinach, uh, Radhi? What is your take on spinach?
1: Yeah, yeah. So iron, there's two type: heme iron and non-heme. So heme iron is the well absorbed, which comes from egg. Egg yolk also have like Egg yolk and then the red meat. Um, so the non-heme is the one from the vegetables or even fortified cereals and all that. Uh, it might not be that well absorbed, but um, obviously it, it can be a good source lah. Yeah. But,
0: but of course, is uh, which...
1: also high.
0: How much one should have that kind of uh, iron? They should, of course, do a full blood test and, of course, having a a consultation with you, then probably they will have more idea for themselves as you can plan. Thank you for that, uh, Radhi. Because
1: iron deficiency uh, is quite uh, self-diagnosed also. Similar like lactose intolerant. Once we see ourselves pale or tired, you know, it's very common to then say, maybe I'm deficient in iron. But it's good to do the blood test to see your uh, level. Then we would know whether food uh, replacement is enough or you need top up from supplements. Yeah.
0: Okay, Radhi, thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Audrey, for the questions. And uh, if you do have more, please throw in. I'm definitely coming to your house for a very good meal. Please prepare. Um, okay, we're going to talk about fruits right now. I mean, everything that we eat, there is sugar. That's why we said, are, are you sweet enough in our topic? Yeah. Um, best kind of choices of fruits to select in. I mean, even in hospital settings, if you look at certain of... Um, most of the time, you know, uh, they always give a honeydew. Is there any particular reason why... Uh, <laughs> Certain uh, hospitals give only honeydew honey, and <laughs> mango,
1: probably oh, too hey. sweet.
0: Apple, hey. yeah, I do see apple, but only anidu Is there any particular reason or is that? Uh... Oh,
1: I don't know, I think it's just with their suppliers, maybe what they okay. can get. Okay. Okay. Uh, but the main thing is that uh, all kind of fruits is okay, especially uh, except uh, things like durian because durian is a bit higher in fats. Uh, but yeah. otherwise, all fruits are okay. Um, we do by serving, so you can have if you're diabetic, you can have at least two servings of fruits whole fruits and not juiced um so one serving is one apple one orange or one pear, like a whole fruit a fish size um, if it's a cut fruit like what you mentioned uh one one batch like what you buy outside that's one serving um so berries and all that is about half a cup is one serving yeah so you okay. do one serving at a time so you don't do it together also like too much of sugar and then we try to have it in between meals not with your main meal so it doesn't add up to the cups in your main meal so it could be a good snack in between as well
0: how about grapes, Radhi, because everybody loves something that is seedless. You know, we have all become very, we don't want to take out the seeds. Everything we want is sweet, a sweet is full of sweet seeds. Uh, yeah, probably it's like coming from me. <laughs> you know, probably <laughs> yeah. doing that. Uh, yes, like uh, four days back, uh, I was feeling mm-hmm. thirsty. So my focus was to go to the fridge, mm-hmm. take a glass of water and then go out. But unfortunately or fortunate, grapes was in front of my eyes. Okay. I just take one bunch instead of water. I finish up the grapes and went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So,
1: okay. so okay. one serving of grapes uh, is about about maybe seven, seven or eight uh, small, maybe like yeah, not too big ones lah. Yeah, the regular size about seven to eight. So if you add one bunch, then you will add you will yeah, it will affect your sugar levels a bit higher lah.
0: Thank you, Radhi. Thank you. Um, of course, uh, we know that you know um, food has always been a part of a challenge for us. As much as we love our food, um, there's also, we got to be very careful because I believe probably Radhi probably will agree or disagree. Whatever that we do in our 20s and 30s, if you abuse the body, uh, nowadays, um, situations or health issues are coming way much more younger nowadays. We have more heart attacks, more diabetes in the below 40. Used to be in the past. Our Mm. forefathers carry all these big, you know, rice sacks. There's no lift, there's no elevators. There's, I mean, of course, there's cars, but they were pulling trucks and rickshaw. But right now, with so much of comfort around us and so much of food, I think, are we falling into the trap? If we are going to talk about 30 years or 40 years right now, if somebody is 40 right now, if they don't start doing this thing, do you think the indication are way much more stronger in the next 30 years? Because that's what our PM has said. The numbers of mm-hmm. diabetes percentages is rising steadily. And of course, mm-hmm. all things have been controlled in schools, all right. You know, they can't sell yeah. a certain kind of drinks, not particularly any brand, but no sugary drinks trying mm-hmm. to reduce, trying to educate Singaporeans on consuming less sugar, more activities are imposed right now. I mean, for activities, even if you do a 10,000 steps, you get a one dollar yeah. NPC watch yeah. or something like that nowadays. The health promotion board is doing a fantastic job. But do yeah. you think if we don't focus in the next 10, 20 or 30 years, do you think we are achieving something or we are not are we eating yourself uh,
1: yeah yeah you getting yourself in trouble because when technology increases your uh, your movement reduces and then obviously like what you mentioned the availability of food is also higher right and also um like cost of living is also high. So uh, things get a bit more difficult when when we feel depressed, you are, you, 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 that also affects your food intake, right? So um, like you more crave more for sweet sugars and stuff like that. So um, like what you mentioned from schools now, they have a lot of incentive program. HBB does that. And schools also, they teach uh, kids about healthy eating. So it has to start from young. Um, it's better that way. And um, yeah, like like what you mentioned, I think it's very good for us. There's, there's no um late like... I'm going to start late or anything, you could be pregnant in your third trimester, it's still okay to start eating healthily, yeah. So it's never late. So, whenever possible, it's good to include some physical activity. Um, like, like you also can advise more on that. Maybe just 20 minutes in their uh, daily, uh, maybe twice a week would be good enough, right?
0: Yeah, but you see, uh, Radhi, our, our human body is made to move, but unfortunately, yeah. a fortunate thing I like to use the word fortunate and unfortunate because we like to be not perspiring we want to be in the ac (laughs) Uh, even though i'm staying in the third floor i may want to take the lift because nowadays the lift is on every level most of Mm the HTPs that we have right now and we want to park at the nearest shopping center or the exit so that i come down i can take the car and move off so things are made very comfortable for us and activities are getting way much more lesser Mm -hmm. and of course the standard of living in any country we can take it as especially even singapore we are always constantly pressured, stressed, rushing for time. So sometimes we forget to turn inwards. We started, we, we forget to breathe. Sometimes we even forget to exercise yeah. also. So I think uh, if we don't change these habits and attitudes, I think as 10 or 20 years to come by, uh, probably you know there's a lot of uh, indication that you are falling into High blood pressure, atherosclerosis, yeah. you know, yeah. cholesterol is high yeah. and even um, situations like myocardial infarctions, a lot of things can happen. That's true. Yeah. Um, thank you Radhi, we are almost yeah. at uh, 40 minutes right now. Um, eating healthy, um, we know buying a salad can cost at least 11 chopped bucks, uh, there are some salads cost 15 bucks just for all yeah. greens and then you get hungry in another three hours time versus a yeah. three dollars me goreng. Uh, why am I saying me? I'm not sure, but yeah,
1: yeah.
0: you always say me. <laughs> yeah, so, probably I'm gonna have that, uh, which is cost only three bucks. So, are we you know, there's a huge difference between eating healthy and you know, unhealthy food, but where are we heading as well?
1: Um that's the sad part, because like, most of the coffee shops or when you eat outside, when you ask more greens, right, they will give you that kind of look. So can you are you gonna pay extra for that? <laughs> yeah. So um maybe uh the, the type of shop you go to also matters. Like if you go economical shop, right, there's a lot of display of uh, veggie, but again that could be oily as well, but at least you have some kind of veggie intake in there. Um but uh even if you can't have it in lunchtime for example if you're eating like a uh, sliced fish noodle soup which is healthy right without the milk and stuff um if you cannot get any veggie um there are certain ways to add in your veggie like you can have the veggie drink or something like you know worst come to worst that could help you so we do that for our patients and uh, we recommend that or you can add a, a fiber supplement like a uh, serum husk or something a soluble fiber powder you can add to water and drink which can help you then maybe when you come back home then you can have uh, maybe half a plate of veggie um, so we work around people's working schedule, what is available, the cost and stuff, what they can do. And then we also find out uh, like small changes they can do can improve their diet. Lah. So it's not always like practical, right? I can say, go and find your veggie, but yeah, it's not easy to do that. Yeah.
0: And, uh, and we, we, since we are, uh, you know, the, the same topic of fish soup, you know, the soup always tastes delicious anywhere we yes. can find it. We will definitely will finish up, clean up the whole bowl. Uh, where are we in terms of salt or MSGs? Uh, you know, it then it starts to increase our blood pressure, dehydrates ourselves. So, you know, sometimes we uh, we want to fill up our stomach because we, you mm-hmm. can't be eating around two or three o'clock when your office is so busy. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't say I'm going for my lunch again. My third meal, I'm going to take my fourth meal. You know, then probably your yeah. boss say, you know what, you keep on eating. You don't need to mm-hmm. come back to office. Um, are we feeling ourselves too much of stuff that is unhealthy? And then thinking that we are fine. And then mm-hmm. next 10 years, then we find out that hey, you know what? Someone has blood mm-hmm. pressure, someone has these issues. Mm-hmm. Is that could be the reason?
1: Because actually, when you're eating out, right, the soupy dishes, in terms of calorie, it might be lower. That's why we are always like help promotion bulb pages and stuff, they will say go for soupy dishes, slice fish noodle soup, and stuff. but this like what you mentioned, the soup has a lot of sodium in it. Um, we would just say drink about half half the bowl, um, not finish up like the whole bowl of soup, but the way to work around is, even in your office, you should keep some healthy snacks at your table, right? Um, you should always be prepared. That's the only thing that would going to help you. So, for example, things that even doesn't need refrigeration, like, you know, almond milk packets, small packets, or even normal milks, fire bean unsweetened milk. These are things that you can keep at your desk. A bit of nuts, probably some uh, protein uh, bars. So if you're prepared, then you wouldn't rely on you know unhealthy thing that's going to fill you up. Well, uh, for the next five hours, I'm not going to have anything to eat in the office. Yeah, so just just plan your days It Would be much better. And drink more water. Um, and also if you can add soluble powder fiber to your water and drink, it keeps you full throughout the day. Keeps your blood sugar level full. So by dinner also, you won't be so hungry.
0: You know, Adi, uh, since we are talking about fiber, maybe I just want to cover a topic. I mean, a, a segment on that. Um, fibers. When we eat fibers, we tend to feel full. Yeah. Uh, because of our, inter- the, you know, the fibers just fills up the, our intestines and then we don't feel like but is it really a kind of a cheating our system because then another three hours i'm hungry again right oh, you know then they, they can't concentrate on the work so do you think eating fiber itself more um than you know staying full for a few hours then feeling hungry again is there something that that can be done or it's it's not a great mm-hmm. idea
1: no, but actually it keeps you full in a way that the hung, when the hunger comes in, it doesn't come in hunger pang, you know, like, oh my god, I'm going to, I have to really choose something. You can't think like, not that kind of hunger, but you just feel like normal hunger, you know. It, uh, it's the blood sugar, when it's more stable, right, uh, your cravings are, would be much lesser. Lah. That, that's our that's the thing we see with most of our patients. Yeah.
0: So another thing that I want to, um, of course, to share with you and our viewers. Um, one of my favorite dishes, of course, the fish soup, and um, yeah. and to avoid drinking that, I do one um, a special a secret event. I will do that. You know, uh, when we eat the fish soup, usually they will give the cut chilies, right, with the sauce. Yeah. yeah. So after eating whatever inside, right, uh-huh. I don't spare a chance, right. Everything is clean up. Uh huh. Maybe the soup comes one because then you see it is addictive. You, you have one, you want to have one. Then probably. At the end of uh, 30 seconds or 40 seconds, you see everything is done, right? Empty. So yeah. what I do usually after one or two, I just take mm-hmm. the whole chili with the sauce and just drop it inside a bowl. <laughs> so you not can't the eat chili? chili and the sauce. Yeah, not the, jo- the, the, the the chili and the sauce, but the whole container as well. Just dump it in. <laughs> so you can't have it <laughs> You know what you I mean? Because if you, if you pour it sauce... <laughs> Yeah, if you pour the sauce and the chili, you still might want to take it, right? But if you put yeah. that container in because it's contaminated dirt and all on the table, <laughs> you, it's considered case closed. So that's what I do. Uh, if not, you know, your cravings will start coming in. I mean, these are the yeah. little, little techniques that you all can yeah. do. Uh, but I know people love their soup. I mean, we all love our soup, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, preparation at home is way much more better because we know mm-hmm. what our moms or you know whatever mm-hmm. that has been prepared inside we can see and she's very conscious. You know, we are yep. our son and daughters are eating. We must cook the best. Mm-hmm. We must yep. cook lesser and everything. But unfortunately, outside, they just want to get things you know popularity. They want yep. customers to come back. So yeah, we are we are in a very difficult position as well. Um, I'm going to take this question as well. Uh, how do I manage my sweet tooth? Because we remember you also mentioned you also have a sweet yep. tooth. I mean, most people have a sweet tooth. After having a very heavy meal, they say, Oh, I want to have a dessert. I was like, What? You just had an heavy meal and you want a dessert? Oh, no, it's just for tasting. Is it a kind of <laughs> an habit?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's uh, it's like salt intake, you know, when you have that, uh, you've tasted it, right, it's very hard to reduce your salt. So it comes by um, reducing bit by bit, so to train your tongue. So similarly, sweet tooth also need to train your tongue a bit. Um, so usually for our clients, we give that healthier alternatives. Um, so we're looking at, again, the, the m- most um, popular one is the protein bars, because it actually comes in like brownie flavor or cookie, cookie dough flavor. They have the cookies as well. So these are quite uh, good um otherwise if you want to have your regular um sweets um if at home we will teach them how to prepare um in the healthy one like low carb version we will give them recipes and stuff if you're eating out we can give them links that they can get low carb uh, products or if you really want to eat the the, the real sweet right portion control and frequency so we'll maybe tell like limit uh, once a week first and then maybe once a fortnight as much as possible drinking more water when you're having sweet stuff as well yeah and sharing, um, sharing with
0: others. Yeah, I think all people should put a padlock in their fridge after nine pm. You cannot open. I want to open, cannot because why lock?
1: Yeah. yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Then of course they will try to find the keys and then they open it up. I mean it's it's uh, because I, I do one I know a real experience that uh one of my trainee back many years back uh he has this habit he wakes up at three fourteen a.m. I don't know whether he put alarms or the biological uh-huh. clock just okay. waking up. Yep. He goes out and have that particular brand because we don't want to say the brand because then you know we have to you know uh, buy the brand. We don't want to talk about the brand, but he buy he, he buys and keep it, and then at three fourteen a.m. you'll eat that, uh, four pieces. Is it
1: chocolate?
0: It's a chocolate. Then the wife you say look at him? He always does that one. Can you do something? I say I can't do. You are beside him. You have to pull him or tie him in the bed. But uh, is it a, some kind of a thing? And he does that every yep. day.
1: Okay, so there's a reason for that actually. Um, it could be eating disorder or the other common reason is if their blood sugar is high, that means he doesn't know he's diabetic or he could be in a pre-diabetic stage. In the middle of the night, the blood sugar level actually will drop. So depending on how he had the meals before, uh, it causes a spike and then it will drop. If refined carbs, low-fiber meals, does this spike, drop. So in the middle of the night, they will tend to have this craving. Um, in- insulin resistance also co- causes this, right? So, uh, it's actually associated with high blood sugar, uncontrolled. Um, and it- sometimes it could be eating disorder, also. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: okay, thank you for, yeah, for that. Uh, habit.
1: Uh, yeah, it's also a habit,
0: yeah. that's what he wants, right? And he makes sure that he prepares the chocolates accordingly because he doesn't want to <laughs> uh, open the fridge, doesn't have chocolate, so he will always keep and buy. And he always told me it's an issue with him, but you always take four pieces of it. Um, mm. frequent urination at night maybe two or three times feeling yeah. constant thirst uh, is there any indication it's time for them to see an endocrinologist
1: yeah yeah so these are kind of the symptoms of uh, high blood sugar um, freak, like feeling hungry very often like what you mentioned the urination the thirst um, sometimes you feel giddy like your blood sugar level might drop high low high low uh, irritability all those things are also symptoms so it's actually good to uh, give, give the hba1c or fasting blood sugar tested and uh, check yeah
0: is there a sign of a uh, moodiness a very grumpy bear you know they don't want to talk to anybody they just want to keep it to themselves you know they feel agitated you know little bit things they get very angry and kind of stuff is it also because of possible possible uh, yeah, presentations yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, maybe the indirect consequences also because your blood sugar is high, low, high, low. Um, you actually will affect a few, um, like hyper, like you know, your mood swings also can uh, play a part with it. Yeah,
0: thank you, Radhi. We got another three more questions. So, viewers who are watching this, if you want to engage Radhi for any question that you may have that at the back of your mind or front of the mind, left or right, you can always ask her, <laughs> type in the comments, do share and like. Uh, we're having a live uh, talk discussion on copy events on the topic of, are you sweet? Oh, sorry, are you too sweet, okay? Um, <laughs> the next one we're gonna go on is the supplements, all right? Um, yeah. There are so many supplements company in Singapore, we're not gonna brand, we're gonna na- not mention about the brands, but you know, there's yeah. so many things and some are just going on purely on supplements. And even if you, as we talk right now, these uh, followers are very strictly, no, we only take supplements, I only taking two shakes a day, you know? Um, I have done this kind of uh, product testings in the past, mm-hmm. and to how i adjust um the presentation was real uh very irritated grumpy bear <laughs> constantly hungry no mood if anybody touch me only i become a bear <laughs> you know all these uh side, you know constantly feeling hungry but of course uh, for certain condition they have to take on certain things of course that's for health reasons but yep. overall um what is the supplements are, are supplements necessary not only protein shakes but in terms of vitamins yeah. and all those yeah. stuff that we talk want to talk about
1: okay yeah so uh mainly in our uh like our patient uh, profile right there's two main things that we were check. one is the multivitamin which we talked about earlier um and then the other one is omega-3 most of us who eat out often and then uh, who do- doesn't like fish would be quite deficient in omega-3 so omega-3 is the good fat good uh, fats right it helps to lower your cholesterol improve your good cholesterol lower the bad cholesterol um, it also improves your metabolism uh, your fat burning capacity in your body so um, if you really don't like eating fish we will, or you cannot get that amount in your regular diet yeah then we would look for a supplement for that uh, so these are the most common one and then the other one is vitamin d but vitamin d would probably run through a blood test Uh, A lot of us are deficient in vitamin D, and then uh, we work with the doctor. So, what kind of uh, supplement you need? Like sometimes they have the weekly ones or the daily ones. Or yeah, Um, and then uh, yeah. So these are the quite common ones.
0: Um, How about Mister Sun? The Mister Sun is uh, shining nowadays very brightly. (laughs) Do you think that uh, getting exposed there for a while is good for our skin? Good for our absorption?
1: Mm. Does it make
0: uh, any uh, justifiable on that? It,
1: it helps, but that's why I say when we test the blood levels, then we would know because if it's very low, then uh, probably a supplementation would help. Yeah.
0: But I think we are also not getting the sun because we are always mm. Uh, mm. going for the shades, and uh, <laughs> we are always using umbrella and try to uh, avoid from the sun from shining us, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so people, you know, don't uh, go and sun uh, suntan until get sunburned and then say, oh, we talk about that, should sure, know, huh? okay, uh Okay. Okay, this is another issue that we always want to talk about. I think that's what exactly Audrey also mentioned uh, after giving birth. Is there something that I always want to be careful about? Um, if I got, you know, uh, probably a diabetes in the near future, how can we manage this? On a okay, so a lot of uh,
1: patients I saw um, over these years is also like uh, for GDM gestational diabetes, and we mm-hmm. only found, find out usually in second trimester or even third trimester. Um, so while they are being pregnant, we have to manage it, right? Um, so we have to keep their blood sugar level constant while uh, also the baby needs all the nutrients, and optimize the growth. So we cannot do low carb, very low carb diet. We can't do low calorie weight loss diet. So we have to do a very balanced diet for them and then finding some uh, low carb options also in between if they need feel hungry because moms are quite hungry uh, um, and then, uh, yeah, things like that. So we manage that and then also they need to continue um, that uh Kind of a healthy meals post delivery because if you're doing breastfeeding like for six months you can't do weight loss diet during that time right so you have to throughout do that healthy meal balanced diet thing uh, and also to keep away like a probability of getting diabetes again
0: so gdm is possible right i mean for any woman out there uh because you see during your pregnancy they tend to eat a lot right they want everything that is <laughs> not reachable and the poor hubby have to go and get it away at night or daytime you know if you don't give he becomes the worst uh grumpiest bear but of course you know the mood are uh, always going through with the pain symptoms bored you know all this stuff uh but during that pregnancy period other we are talking about the first trimester second or third um if that pregnant woman tends to eat a little bit more than what she takes right like say yeah um lots of chocolates or a lot of certain cravings is there a, also a sign that you know, post-delivery, she may have um, type 2 uh, diabetes. Uh,
1: I wouldn't say that eating a lot during the pregnancy would be a sign to get the uh, diabetes after uh, delivering. There could be different reasons why they have the hungry, hunger pants, Maybe because the blood sugar is very high. Um, also, um, it could be depending on whether they are in the second trimester or third trimester. It's actually a misconception that maybe we need to eat for two Um, So, this is the thing we tell them, right? So, in first trimester, actually, you don't need extra calories. Then second trimester, maybe um, two to 300. Then the third trimester, slightly more, like 500, depending on their weight also, where they start off with, like, underweight or overweight. We will adjust that. Um, Yeah. So, the the quantity actually is not um, the matter. We will teach them how to eat right. And again, it's the basic principles of the healthy meal, the things that we went through just now. Um, If they change it it around a little bit, they feel more full. Um, and also giving them alternatives. La. They need alternatives for low cup items. When they feel hungry, they can reach out to the, those items. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Radhi. We have just one more question. And uh, viewers, if you have any final question, please do send us. Uh, after that, we will say thank you for Radhi because she spent almost one hour. Uh, she probably feel already uh, sweet tooth right now. I don't know <laughs> if you're going to have some chocolate. <laughs> uh, no, okay. Um, go into dehydration and uh, high blood glucose level. What can we learn from here, uh, Radhi?
1: Uh, I think we touched on it a bit just now. So when you're dehydrated, actually your blood sugar levels will be higher because the glucose is concentrated, right? And also if you're diabetic, because of the frequent urination, dehydration can occur as well. So if you are not, this is the main thing. If you don't have kidney problem or any heart problem, no fluid restriction, uh, it's always good to be a bit more on the hydrated side. So we're talking about at least like two litres of water a day. Um, then also cut down on the caffeine uh, because it will it will cause dehydration also, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So if they don't like water, then we will suggest different ways they can flavor their water, um, or if they forget to drink, then they set alarm in their phone. So we will try to help them along the way, um, yeah, reminders and stuff.
0: Thank you, Radi. I mean, uh, we have came come to the last session of, uh, I mean, last question of that today Uh, we have already spent one hour it's a great uh, conversation with you uh, talking about food management and how psychology can affect as well Um, you explained very great on um, on the topics on the food choices of food and how we can actually look at you know certain kind of vitamins and minerals as well Uh, especially the fiber topic was very great as well Um, do you have any uh, tip or advice for listeners or viewers right now who are watching this Uh, probably any take back uh, tip from you
1: um the only tip is that um try to look at their meals like in the whole day maybe uh, recording like do a diet, diet uh self-record um uh, diet history kind of thing on your own so you just take a book and then you record for two three days do the recording and then maybe at the end of the week reflect on what you have eaten um it's a good way to actually analyze your eating habit because what I eat today, then i think maybe today was healthy, maybe tomorrow's not that healthy, so that compensate. But just write it out and then you analyze. So from there you will get your idea of uh, what was lacking or based on what we explained also, what is lacking and then what you could improve. Um uh, if you Google things, try to do it from like reliable sources like WebMed or you know, Mayo Clinic, not just any uh, any uh, random uh, pages from Google. Yeah, so that's another tip. So basically from dietary part, uh, high fiber works. Low carbohydrate is good. No carbohydrate is not needed. Yeah, so always go for good fats like omega-3, nuts and all that. Um, Reduce your saturated fat intake like deep fried items. I think that's quite good already. Yeah. Can I ask you...
0: uh, Oh, yes, please go ahead. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, actually, I
1: wanted to ask you um, if someone's having diabetes, right? um, Would their fitness regime then differ or how how do you assess and then recommend?
0: Okay, I'm actually looking for a second host for copy Reds. You can actually take over. (laughs) Uh, not sure why this is happening quite constantly. Doctors are also starting to uh, ask me yeah, questions yeah. Oh, in my we show. Then, yeah. okay. Um, so like okay, it's a very great question. I love to answer that uh based on my 24 years of humble experiences. Um, <laughs> constantly, I think we we always eat. Um, we talk about the comfort, we talk about the food, but I think often we eat because of stress, mm-hmm. and like what you talk about, binge eating and overeating, and we always want to feel yeah. full. Right, That's comfort. Comfort is always what our body and psychologically, we always love that. But yes. if someone who's going to start exercising first time in their life or after stop for two years or one year, I think the most important thing is to get themselves checked. In. in fact, three aspects. One is mm-hmm. the bone health, because you're not sure what happens to their knees uh, as yes. they age, especially for women, you know, after 50 mm-hmm. The menopause mm. is coming in, the calcium deficiency is dropping, bones are getting brittle. So it's very important they should see mm. an orthopedic, especially, mm. who understands the situation, what exactly is going on in bone health. And another one is, of course, the heart. Um, our dear friend true. is pumping 24 hours, mm. seven days a week, not mm. even yeah. a single break, not even mm. a single beat. Maybe sometimes mm. he beats extra, sometimes he beats lesser, mm. but he constantly beating. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to disappoint him. So get mm. a heart check as well with a cardiologist. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. lastly, of course, with endocrinologists like Dr. Ben or from yourself, from yeah. Arden Endocrinology Clinic, who spend one hour with us. Um, I think it's very important to understand what level, what glucose reading they are in on a daily basis. If they are have type 2 diabetes, I think the first important thing is to see endocrinologists get yourself adjusted, mm-hmm. go through a good dietitian with you, with a good program. Mm-hmm. And then when you start exercising, is crucial mm-hmm. because... If you start exercising, and I, it ever happened before, you know, mm-hmm. um, someone mm-hmm. just hits it and earlier I told you about it, they it, it come mm-hmm. into a, a symptom, what I call diabetic coma. You yeah. can start this feeling, yeah. shoulders start to drop, uh, perspiration, yeah. they're not looking at your eyes, mm-hmm. uh, becoming very sluggish and their mm-hmm. energy system is dropping. So it's a mm-hmm. few presentations. So in my aspect of my expertise is what is going to happen in the next 40 minutes, I have to predict right now. I can't mm. wait until four so oh, he collapsed. okay call nine nine
1: five
0: it's very yeah. dangerous so uh people with diabetes should exercise but I think before mm. they start exercising uh, doctor's clearance is a uh, important and I first thing first have to be done mm. before you jump into the exercise because mm. when you go into the intensity of uh, workout or exercises the body uses a lot of glycogen uh, of mm. course we can talk about the mitochondria the energy system how your glucose mm. is being utilized but our body always keep a certain amount of energy system or glucose for our vital yeah. improvements, so mm-hmm. vital growth, like the heart, the kidneys, mm-hmm. the pancreas. Uh, so we don't want to misuse it. Nowadays, mm-hmm. people want to start exercising. They quickly jump mm-hmm. into the horse and start riding fast as if they are horse jockey. That mm-hmm. is a problem. Um, mm-hmm. You can face a lot of challenges. So it's better that mm-hmm. before starting an exercise program, check with the doctors first because these mm-hmm. guys study until their head is expanded. <laughs> in terms of their memories are uh, not in the size uh, the memories expanded they are constantly learning they're constantly improving so it's very important to give the utmost respect for your body before you start exercising not just okay. because you start exercising because you gain weight uh, okay. that is your yo-yo. so you have to take mm-hmm. care of your health so okay. that your body will be very kind and loving to you mm.
1: so which one will be more beneficial cardio or strength training
0: you want to be the host for Kopi with Vans right I, I can <laughs> this, is, it, this uh, is the last one yeah <laughs> Okay, uh, cardiovascular, okay. Uh, okay, um, let me drink some water first. <laughs> that is not because of nervous, it's because of the information. Um, <laughs> in, in order to lose weight, I need to do two stuff. One is cardiovascular, mm. one is resistant okay. training. But by training uh, resistant and cardiovascular, I'm also improving on my myocardium, which is my heart mm. is getting stronger, which is good because your stamina starts, goes up, your endurance goes up, your endurance also goes So endurance, strength and stamina. Uh, by doing resistant training, you are improving your muscle mass. So, that's a problem because a lot of people who start only doing cardio, they lose mm. a certain amount of muscle mass in the progress oh, of yeah, their yeah. workout. So, their PMR mm-hmm. start to drop, right? Yeah. And then yeah. your PMR start dropping down, then they start to gain weight. If oh, they yeah. eat extra, yeah. what they are supposed to eat, say, I mm-hmm. got to eat 1,000 calories um, because mm-hmm. of my muscle mass drop, I became 1,002. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. I eat uh, some cookies, which is 400 I am mm-hmm. going to gain weight, yeah regardless three thousand five hundred calories is half a kg of fat, yeah, so I don't okay. want to acclimate these three thousand five hundred so mm-hmm. it's very important for them to do some resistant training as mm-hmm. well as cardiovascular to keep okay. both elements yeah. up as they improve mm-hmm. in okay. their journey for fitness or either weight loss or muscle development, so that's that's okay. my uh, suggestion. Okay. Right. Any Thank more questions you. Uh, <laughs> No. Uh, offline, <laughs> offline thank you so much uh, you, you can uh, interview me again on the next show okay,
1: sure sure thank sure. you so much <laughs> Yadie, for your, okay, uh, spending with us
0: almost 1 hour 10 minutes with great value for our copy with vans viewers as well as taking your time precious time on that
1: okay thank you so much actually for having us on the show um because it also helps us to understand what the public really has like questions and all that we're really good so we know where they stand as well yeah also, thank you, thank
0: you. Thank you. And also a great thank you to Dr. Ben and our Arden Endocrinology Specialist Clinic and as well to you, Radhi. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. We Bye-bye. will catch you on the
0: next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi, right, viewers. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, that was uh, one hour and 14 minutes on Kopi Events uh, at a great discussion with uh, Radhi Naidu, who's a head dietitian with Arden Endocrinology Specialist Clinic. And yes, of course, she wants to be a host as well. Uh, she asked me a couple of questions. You actually noticed that. Um, Very important, uh, take care of yourself uh, very, very, very much because nowadays we are not taking care of ourselves. We are taking care of every other thing except ourselves. So we're putting a lot of pressure. We're putting a lot of self, a lot of stress, unwanted stress, unwanted worries. Uh, mentally, physically, we are, I don't want to use the word, you are done and um, eventually you will just burn out and then will lead to depressions and other mental conditions as well. So it's very important that we turn inwards, drink your water, eat healthier, start exercising, get busy, be busy, be focused, and uh, be happy. So we're going to catch again on next Wednesday, 9 p.m. Yes, I know today we started at 9.30 due to some technical issues that I had over the past five days it has been sorted out. So yes, catch me on Wednesday, 9 p.m. next week on a great topic of course on mental we i'm going to focus on um till then i c- catch you and you catch me as usual signing off adios amigos